It's season two of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist, Dr. Audrey Tang. I'm helping you reflect on your perceptions, reframe your approach, and rewrite your future, whatever your past. And this season is all about the self. So let's talk about you. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about self-care. Now, this is quite important because we're actually quite good at lying to ourselves. We tell ourselves things like, oh, I'll be fine. I don't need too much sleep. It's, it's okay. I'll cope. And the whole problem is, if we are exhausting our bodies physically, when they break down physically with the best will in the world, we are still in someone else's hands to get better. So often we will put other people first before ourselves because we think, well, I need to help. If I don't do it, who will? But that's exactly what I want you to think about. If you've exhausted yourself to the point where you are not able to look after yourself, let alone someone else, who is going to do that job? And if someone else is, who is going to do it as well as you? Looking after you means that you can look after others much more effectively. So I'm going to give you a number of practical tips to let you engage in a little bit of TLC. And then it won't be just you who benefits. Self-care has two sides to it. There's a relaxing, soothing side and there's an energising one. And we may wish to choose to engage in either or, depending on how we feel and depending on who we are. There's a lot of people I know, and I'm certainly one of those, who scoffed at the adult colouring books. That is the mandalas that you colour in, the uh, exciting phrases, the positive affirmations. And for me, colouring's great, probably stresses me out more because I'm not very good at staying within the lines, but I don't enjoy it. However, when it comes to learning something new or doing something that engages my mind, that's the sort of self-care I can get on board with. So don't worry whether you're soothing or driven. Both, if they're good for you, work out well for you. So I'm going to give you a number of tips. Some of them will fall under the soothing category. Some will fall under the driven category, the energizing one. You choose whichever you prefer. And sometimes you may wish to mix and match. Number one, practice mindful breathing. Deep breathing has always had a calming effect and practicing this can help prevent you reaching peak stress. And it's also a great way to stay calm. If you practice it outside the point of crisis, you're actually better able to stay calm when the crisis hits. Breathe in through the nose for four counts, hold for two, and breathe out through the mouth for six. It's very simple. You may wish to remind yourself as you're breathing in that you're breathing in energizing air and breathing out all the demands of the day. Try it with me. So in through the nose for four, three, two, one, hold for two and out for six, five, four, three, two, one. And as you breathe in, remind yourself you're breathing in energizing air, hold for two and out, breathing all the stresses of the day out. Number two, the gratitude body scan. Now, the body scan is actually a very common technique in mindfulness, and it involves focusing on each area of your body from the toes to the tip of your skull and recognizing how each part feels. As you do this, it's a great opportunity to thank each part you focus on. For example, 
thanking your legs for getting you from A to B, your arms for letting you hold those you love, your mouth for being able to enjoy the sensations of eating or kissing. Treat your body with kindness because you always want it to work for you. And this is a wonderful technique to start helping someone manage body dysmorphia, getting them to recognize just how powerful each part of their body is, and that's without thinking about how it looks. Number three, consider brightening your laptop or your phone with a sunny screensaver. Pictures of a beautiful place or a sunny climate, they offer us a mini snapshot into happy times and happy memories, and they can generate a sense of warmth and relaxation. They can actually trigger a bit of oxytocin, even with the wind beating at the door. Because we're visual creatures, we're often moved by imagery and having photographs of the places you love, it brings up those memories of the people we love attached to them. And that can reinforce those feelings of affection. I actually say have it as a screensaver because some people say, oh, well, I do have those pictures on my phone. But if you then have to go through the process of unlocking your phone to go and have a look at them, you won't look at them quite as often as something you can just see immediately especially when you need that little boost. And number four, keep some evergreens. Not only does pine smell lovely, for example, but researchers at Kyoto University in Japan found that healthy volunteers who stroll through a pine forest for 15 minutes a day reported more positive ratings on a mood scale compared with those who did not. It's sometimes lovely just to look around and see beautiful plants around us. And again, research has shown if you are ill and in a hospital bed, if you have a view which shows you nature, it actually aids recovery. And here are a few tips on the energizing side. Try something new. Join a class, try a new hobby. You might find some hidden talents. You might get an outlet for that inner diva. Or perhaps you'll just find some interesting people to bounce ideas with. If you explore your creativity, you might even find something that you could stick with that's a little bit challenging, that's a little bit different. And when you're creative, it's something that's part of you. It's your part of expression. It's something you can own. And of course, don't forget the best part of being an adult is if you don't like it, you can always leave. Even if it's chilly, wrap up and get out anyway. The fresh air does us good. And even if you aren't regular with a morning run, as long as it's safe, consider venturing out for a walk at lunchtime, maybe in the evening, maybe at weekends, even do so with family. Physical exercise is a great way to re-energize. And if you maybe visit friends, if that's possible, or you're exercising with family, that can give you an extra well-being boost. Prime your mind with positive affirmations. Humans have a love for coincidence and actually telling ourselves to look for the positive helps us recognize it faster. So try repeating these three times through or make up something that suits you. But I like these. I am grateful for all the positive experiences I have in my life. I can face whatever life throws my way. I value who I am and what I stand for. Any affirmation you choose Repeat it three times. And you can do this when you're brushing your teeth. You can repeat it when you're on the toilet, whenever you like. But that priming your mind positively simply means your brain is already attuned to look out for things 
that seem to match that thought process. And lastly, on the re-energizing side, this is actually more important than people realize. Get a grip on your finances. Do you know what your day-to-day spending is? Finance is an area of self-care that has been previously overlooked. So check your statements regularly and become aware of your personal spending habits. This way, not only can you make any changes you need, but you know that you can treat yourself sometimes without having the additional guilt. And if you do have an issue, it means you can take steps to solve it. There are many trackers that you can download these days and you can include a spending tracker on your apps in your phone. Self-care is so important because if we do not look after ourselves, we are not able to give other people that same care that we would want to. Our time and our energy are finite resources. All we have to do is maybe go for a run and then get lost and then realize how difficult it is to run to know that if your mind is taken up on something else, it's actually difficult to channel that energy on what's left into the physical process. So don't waste that time and energy on things that exhaust you, on people even who exhaust you. Make sure you're saving that valuable resource for those who care about you and those that you wish to genuinely care about too. And that's all we have time for. Remember, even the most effective thinking is nothing without positive action. Don't be the most enlightened person who never lived. For more practical support, check out my psychology and coaching masterclasses presented with Sharon Lawton on the Wellness League YouTube channel. Don't just wish for success. Go out and grab it.